Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome on into the Phillies Today podcast. I, of course, am your host, Dan Wilson, coming to you following a day in which the Phillies did not play baseball. They did not play baseball against the Atlanta Braves on Wednesday night. They People showed up to the ballpark to play baseball. There was a game scheduled for 6.40 p.m. and then 7.15 p.m. and then looked like maybe even 8.30 p.m. or sometime after 9 p.m. Uh, but no baseball game was played. No baseball game was played at Citizens Bank Park. Game two of the Phillies and Braves series canceled uh, on Wednesday night. And I'll just off the, right off the top say it it sucks. Like, it sucks when fans have to go down there and people turn on their TV or turn on the radio or whatever the case might be. You know, people plan, you know, their lives around these games. And, you know, it's frustrating to see when you see, you know, social media posts, tweets uh, of people, hey, I went down to the ballpark. Hey, I'm here with my kid. I saw one guy uh, who was traveling from South Carolina uh, who was up for the, you know, trying to see his Phillies, I guess was originally from this area, uh, lives down in South Carolina now, uh, was at the game, uh, or attempted to be at the game on Wednesday night, would physically enter the ballpark uh, and is not going to be able to be there. And people are like, oh, can you give us some sort of update? Can you can you let us know what's going on? And I, it's just, I have a few thoughts on the matter. Number one is the Phillies absolutely, my, my first takeaway from how Wednesday night was handled is the Phillies or Major League Baseball, or someone absolutely needs to provide more updates uh, as these things go along. Absolutely, uh, more updates need to be provided in real time. Like, the game was scheduled for 6.40 p.m., uh, and it was announced that they'd be in a delay. Well, the tarp was on the field as of about 6.30. If you know that, usually when, when you usually know when the tarp's on the field, that once that tarp comes off, it takes at minimum 25 to 30 minutes uh, before baseball is actually played, they got to get the infield ready. The team's got to come out of the dugouts. They got to warm up a little bit again. The pitcher's got to get uh, into the routine. You can't just rip the tarp off and and go in two minutes. It, does, it doesn't work that way. So if the tarp's on the field at six thirty, doesn't kill you to put up something on the scoreboard. This game will not start until at least seven p.m. or at least seven thirty p.m. or whatever the earliest possible time frame that that game could begin. You should probably tell your ticket holders that. And then by the time 7.15 rolls around and the tarp's still on the field, you should probably say, hey, nothing earlier than 8.30. The Philadelphia Phillies on Wednesday night said uh, on their Twitter account and other social media platforms, updated people and said that the game would start at 7.15 p.m. and then provided no further updates 
uh, until the game was officially called. Uh, like, that was it. There were some rumors circulating of like, hey, it's not going to happen until at least 8.30, 9 o'clock, whatever, but nothing, no official word from the team. If you were sitting there at the ballpark, you're sitting there like an idiot, just hoping the game gets called, and you don't want to just turn around and go home. I mean, some people have that luxury. But let's say you're, you know, the family of four, and this is your one game of the summer, or one of a handful of games of the summer. You have absolutely no guarantee that if you leave, that the rain doesn't clear up, and you know, baseball gets played, and now you're begging the team for a refund, which they're under no obligation to do under Major League Baseball rules and their own ticketing rules and things of that nature. Sometimes they will be nice uh, if that game gets played three hours delayed and uh, you know they'll say hey you can exchange it for a different game but all in all like you're sitting there hoping to see baseball that night and they kind of just string people along and you know take advantage of people's time and they know that they can get away with this kind of thing and it's just it's the kind of thing that pisses people off and rightfully so it pisses people off now having said all that it is mother nature and I like baseball in the outdoors I do not like uh, when they go down to Miami or Tampa or Arizona and the roof is closed, or even Milwaukee when the roof is closed, uh, which for the most part, you know, they do keep the roof open there. But anytime it gets a little too warm or a little too, you know, hot or cold or whatever the case might be, uh, then you got the roof closed. I mean, Citizens Bank Park has some absolutely iconic memories in the elements. Of course, the 2008 World Series, a World Series Game 3 in 2022, uh, was pushed back a day by rain. I do think sometimes. Sure, you want the game to be played uh, at a specific time, and you don't want to ruin pitchers and things of that nature. But it is frustrating when you go to some of these stadiums and there's baseball not played in the outdoors. Like I would want to see baseball played in the outdoors, basically no matter what, unless it is. It would have been convenient to have a retractable roof uh, on nights like tonight. Citizens Bank Park isn't going anywhere anytime soon. As, as this ballpark is here to stay. It's uh, was among you know, those that were propped up in the early 2000s, and there have been plenty more since of ballparks, of stadiums who, or cities rather, that had one stadium for both their football and baseball team, and now they split up into two. Pittsburgh did it. Uh, we're going to see the last of it die here uh, in Oakland. San Diego did it, uh, just to name a few others. Um, I'm trying to think of other cities uh, that had that similar type of setup. I know once upon a time, I believe Washington had it, um, and the list goes on and on. I mean, I don't need to sit here and cycle through all the stadiums. Miami had it. Florida had it literally for a while there, and uh, they've split up now in the two stadiums. So it is the type of thing where it's like, all right, the Phillies got their new stadium. It's beautiful. We all agree it's beautiful until it rains. And we love outdoor baseball. Everyone loves you know sports and baseball and the elements uh, until it rains and this kind of thing happens. I don't. I don't believe. Here's something I don't believe, and you hear this a lot uh, when the rain delay. Or, or, you know, a game gets postponed due to rain uh, in general, is that the Phillies, oh, they love to bring everybody down there and have people mingle for a couple of hours and sell food on concessions. Like, I understand the Phillies are out to make money and the Major League Baseball is out to make money and there's concession guys who I'm sure were happy to make money there tonight, but, you know, they're giving vouchers on the parking to be used at the later date. This game's going to be made up as part of a doubleheader uh, in September. I don't believe that the Phillies knew this game wasn't going to be played and just strung people along uh, for that reason alone. Again, I know it's a conspiracy that pops up. I don't have the proof uh, for it, and I'm sure I think there should be more of a rush to provide people with updates. Uh, but if if everyone was clued in on that kind of thing, I don't I don't really believe that this that's what happens every time 
there's rain in the forecast that the Phillies just keep people there. I mean, think about opening day. They literally tried to cancel it way ahead of time and do the right thing. Uh, and then, you know, it was literally sunny, per- perfectly sunny uh, that entire day. So it's sometimes a no-win situation. You know, if they call the game earlier in the day and then it's sunny, people tweet out or people react, oh, what a beautiful night for a ball game. It's a shame we couldn't play. And if they bring everybody down there and think they can play and then it rains all night, uh, then the bad guys too. I, they're not in the, you know, weather forecasting business. And by the way, it's forecasting. It is not an exact science. So my, my, my first takeaway on days like today is, you know, lay off the Phillies. I, I think for the most part, uh, Major League Baseball, the Phillies, and, and there's a lot of people uh, in that room when they're talking. Uh, you know, I was listening to the Phillies pregame show. I was actually producing the Phillies pregame show on the Phillies radio network uh, th- <coughs> through WIP uh, last night. And, you know, I, <coughs> listening to Greg Murphy's pregame show and then uh, during the rain delay coverage, he's like, you know, Dave Dombrowski's down there and officials from the Braves are there and the managers are down there and they're all under the tunnel and officials from Major League Baseball and the umpires. And there's a lot of people in that room and they're listening to forecasts of like, well, what are the odds we can get this game in? And it might be 60% chance odds you can and 40% you can't. And then they say, all right, let's stick around for another half hour. We'll reconvene. And then finally they postpone the game. So again, it's a no win situation. It sucks. I do feel for the people uh, who went down there last night. That that is not me lacking sympathy, uh, but it is mother nature. It's the rain. I don't think the Phillies uh, are as deceiving as people want to believe that they are. Uh, I think sometimes the optics of it uh, just work out poorly. So that's number one. Now, here's a bit of a positive spin for you. Tomorrow, now we Phillies needed obvious like they had a winning streak going, uh, and it ended. And, and the best time to possibly you know you know win a baseball game when you really want to believe in Aaron Nola and Rob Thompson on the WIP morning show called Aaron Nola a big game pitcher uh, and that he has confidence in him in spots like this uh, and while I don't think most members of the fan base necessarily agree with Rob Thompson I get why Rob Thompson said it he's trying to back his guy in a spot like that I will say I do feel more confident uh, in Aaron Nola on Thursday than I do on Wednesday Braves will not be sending out uh, their same scheduled pitcher as Wednesday. They initially had A.J. Smith-Shaver uh, scheduled to go on Wednesday. It'll be Bryce Elder uh, now scheduled to go on Thursday. He will make his uh, regularly scheduled start uh, coming off a six-inning, one-run performance uh, against the Colorado Rockies, and he got a, he has a 2-6 ERA on the season. So certainly uh, the Phillies' offense has their work cut out for him. Uh, but Aaron only gets an extra day of rest here, and, you know, not necessarily a bad thing. I don't know. It wasn't disclosed. I can't imagine he warmed up a ton. I, I imagine he went through his daytime routine uh, as if he was making a start, but they never got that game underway, and thank goodness they didn't. I mean, imagine if they did try and play a couple of innings uh, through the rain and then had to cancel the game, and you do scratch Aaron Nola. Again, I, I understand that people are not thrilled with him at the moment, but he's still a guy who takes the ball every fifth day, gives you six innings, uh, and is a workhorse throughout the course of the season. I wouldn't want to waste one of his outings either. Uh, well, he basically just got an extra day of rest out of this. So I actually do feel better about Aaron Nola uh, going up against the Braves. Again, a weird series now here where they played him on Tuesday, and everyone showed up at the ballpark on Wednesday, and they didn't play. Now it's going to be a quick two-game series uh, with a getaway day on Thursday, and then they're going to play four games uh, in September, and that kind of factors into this whole weird schedule. Uh, that Major League Baseball has going on this season that uh, they're going to, the Braves are going to play 
two summer home, you know, two summer games at Citizens Bank Park uh, all year, which is just very, very bizarre. And, you know, not exactly what I, I imagine most baseball fans want to see. I think there's a lot of pros to this new schedule, uh, a lot of cons to this new schedule. I think overall I'm anti this new schedule. I, there's something cool about the Phillies traveling around and seeing all the ballparks, uh, ever, you know, seeing literally all 30 of them or all 29 of them, I should say, all 29 other of them. Uh, in a two-year span. They already go to all the National League stadiums, but they play at eight American League teams uh, this year and then you know eight next year, so they're going to cover all of them, 15 total, but you know there's a little bit of overlap there. Uh, but so they play teams like the Oakland A's, which, again, you get like three free wins out of it. Uh, but they're playing the Kansas City Royals later this summer. Like I think I'd rather the extra divisional play. The Braves are a harder team. You know They, they are a more difficult team to play, uh, than a lot of those American League teams would be. So it did actually make the schedule easier, but therefore it made it easier for everybody else in your competition too. Uh, and I think it's just more exciting when teams like the Phillies and Braves and the Phillies and Mets get together. Like they, the Phillies went up to City Field and they don't go again till like the final weekend of the, se- se- of the season in late September, early October. So I think all in all, I understand what Major League Baseball is trying to do. I understand the experiment they're trying to pull. Uh, but instances like this where they had only one other option, uh, what series uh, to put this game in, I, I wonder if they won't go back to the old schedule uh, as a result of this, as a result of the more travel. I can't imagine the players like this new kind of schedule. Uh, I know the NBA and the NHL, there's a lot more travel, but there's also a lot more off days. and They, they play everybody uh, in their respective sports over the course of a season. Uh, you know, home and away, you know, Sixers, for instance, go and play every Western Conference team on the road, and they host every Western Conference team. In a 162-game baseball season where you only have a handful of off days, you know, once every other week or so, and you're playing three-game series in and out, uh, this the season that they're trying to pull off, and the Phillies have already made three West Coast trips, still one more later in the season. I wonder if there's not just enough, too many flaws uh, at this point to really move forward with it. But in the short term... Uh, let's look at it from Nola's perspective. I feel again. I feel better about him pitching later on today at this point uh, on Thursday with that extra day of rest than I would have on Wednesday. He was all ready to go. Elders kind of making his regularly scheduled start. We've seen you know whether it be Zach Wheeler last year uh, in the World Series or Nola in the past or any starter for that matter. You get that extra day of rest. It does make a difference, and for the most part, the Phillies have been in no position to give anyone extra rest uh, so far this season because if anything they're pushing guys on short rest or they're uh, you know kind of manipulating the schedule when they don't need to uh they don't need to you know throw out the fifth starter game or Christopher Sanchez or a bullpen game whatever the case might be uh, they move everybody up as a result of that off day here's kind of a bit of a gift of an off day and you have Nola coming off of it when he was already scheduled to pitch on the off day I just think it's a good thing for him, and if if he's worth anything uh, of the contract he believes he's worth, and if he's worth anything uh, as the pitcher Rob Thompson believes he is, as the to- pitcher I believe he certainly can be, uh, and he's pitched well against the Braves at home in his career, uh, he'll go out and pitch a pretty good game and keep the Phillies certainly in the game for a while, give him six, seven strong innings uh, in a day game against the Atlanta Braves. So I'm choosing to look at this with that glass half full as opposed to being annoyed that the Phillies strung everyone along uh, for a few hours on Wednesday. Certainly, they we could have had it both ways. They could have just canceled the game earlier and then pushed Nola to Thursday. Uh, but if it results in a win on Thursday behind Nola, I think fans will quickly forget 
uh, what they did on Wednesday. So that's kind of takeaway number two. And then takeaway number three, because we're not reacting to a game, and it's just kind of a fun story, is rain delays, you know, funny things happen in rain delays. I remember there was an old This Is Sports Center commercial uh, from years ago. You remember the This Is Sports Center commercials where, you know, sometimes they're making fun of things that happen in sports, but they're putting them in, like, the real world. Like, you know, there was one where uh, one of the anchors, he runs into another guy in the hallway and he falls and he's impersonating a soccer player and, you know, they're like, oh, it's... This is Sports Center, uh, or there's a few baseball ones. There's one where I think Carl Ravitch, Carl Ravitch, does a bunch of handshakes with Jose Reyes, uh, and suddenly he starts getting a cold. But they're handshakes that you'd only see in a baseball handshake line, and now you're seeing them in the office. Well, one of my favorite ones is uh, the well, two of my favorite ones. One, there's one where uh, there's I think it was Kenny Maines having a perfect show, and no one will talk to him. That's very baseball. And the other one is. When there's a leak on the set and there's a rain delay and they're just sitting, you don't know if it's going to be 20 minutes, two hours. Uh, baseball kind of takes on a life of its own in rain delays in a way that no other sport does. Yes, every now and again you have weather delays uh, in the NFL, uh, and the NBA has seen its share of weird delays uh, you know, over the years. Uh, the Sixers once had a game canceled against the Sacramento Kings because the court had too much moisture. Uh, but for the most part, you know, whether it's unless it's lightning in an NFL game, rain delays are by far the most common way that a professional sporting event uh, is either going to get canceled or delayed or whatever the case might be. And I still remember at one of my best baseball memories ever. And if you want to drop a memory in the comments or you want to tweet me at Dan underscore Wilson four, I tweeted this on Wednesday night, uh, your favorite rain delay memory, your favorite non 2008 rain delay memory. Everyone has a story of, uh, you know, what they did for those 46 hours uh, when the Phillies were in a tie game in the middle of sixth inning against the Tampa Bay Rays. One of the weirdest finishes uh, to a World Series game in series history. And maybe, you know, add to it, there were stories last year of people who thought they were going to go on Monday, and then, you know, the game got pushed back to Tuesday, and that made game five on Thursday, the same night as Eagles-Texans, while the Phillies were playing the Astros. It was a pretty wild week. Uh, My most, you know, memorable rain delay, uh, if you will. I, I have two. Number one is, the first one I would say is 2005. Uh, it was April 30th, I believe it was. Phillies and Marlins, they lost 2-1 to one in a rain-shortened game. But Jimmy Rollins, a lot of people had stuck it out, and the delay had been going on forever. And Jimmy Rollins emerges from the dugout and throws an entire bag of baseballs into the crowd in the rain, uh, just rewarding people who had stuck around. And my dad was there, I was there, and there, there, a scattering of others were there. Uh, and that was just a really, really cool game to be at. I was all of seven years old. I was in first grade. Uh, it was just a really, really fun uh, night to be at and a really fun thing that I still remember to this day. I mean, literally, if you want to ask yourself if things like that, you know, make a kid's day or a month or a year or whatever, here I am sitting 18 years later. I'm 25. I was seven that night, and I still recall that. And that, that's the type of thing that could only really happen in a rain delay. And good for Jimmy Rollins making the most of what had happened. The other rain delay story I always think about, uh, I had gone to a Phillies game uh, with a neighbor, uh, him and his two parents, and they had really nice seats. They weren't like the biggest baseball fans in the world, and there was a rain delay, and within 10 minutes they decided to bolt out. Uh, anyway, the game goes on delayed for like two hours. They did eventually resume. I had actually made it all the way home, uh, and my dad and I drove back for the resumption of the game because we had heard on radio or something like that or on TV 
uh, that the game was going to resume. And so I actually went to the game, went home, and then with my ticket stub, they let us back in uh, the same day. Uh, so that, that was kind of my other weird rain delay story. So do you have a rain delay story? Do you have a go-to like rain delay story that you think about every time uh, something like that happens? The, the J-Roll thing is the, is the first one uh, that comes to my mind every single time because it's like, you know, J-Roll was obviously the man and you just think how cool of a guy that he is. And the fact that he, that was before he even was like the, the man. I mean, that was 2005 Jimmy Rollins. It wasn't, he hadn't won the MVP yet. This team was still two years away from making the postseason. They're in a 2-1 game against the then-named Florida Marlins, uh, and it was the middle of the sixth inning in April. Uh, there was not a lot going for that. T- the team was on the uprise, but there hadn't been a lot that had gone for that team, well for that team, uh, in many, many years. And there he goes, making the best of you know, kind of a bad situation. So I wonder if any other, that's ever happened in any other city. I can't think of a notable time where a Phillies player has done that since. Uh, it's also weird like to think that the guy would be out there in the rain, but I guess Jimmy Rollins, when you're that cool, you have that kind of leeway. Uh, you can do just about whatever you want. So that's my go-to rain delay story. Do you have one? Again, tweet me at Dan underscore Wilson for uh, leave a comment in the podcast, uh, whatever you want to do. Uh, I think that's just kind of a funny, more laid back, different angle uh, to take on this. Because again, no game to react to. No, Absolutely no game to react to. I would prefer to be reacting to a game right now. I wish the Phillies tied the series up at one. We were talking about uh, getaway day coming up later on today and saying, you know, the Phillies have a chance to win a series. At best, they will split it. I do feel better about Aaron Nola uh, on the mound with that extra day of rest. It'll be Bryce Elder for the Braves. Uh, and one other thing they should probably do is probably get JT Romuto in the lineup for a day game. Uh, that's, you know, I, it'll be interesting actually to see what they do because they still have the Friday game uh, against the Mets that you, you obviously want Romuto in the lineup against them. But with this off day, does this just get Romuto in the lineup for the rest of the week? Whereas if uh, there was a night game followed by a day game, you probably see Romuto on the bench uh, on Thursday. So maybe Garrett Stubbs lost some playing time out of this. But as far as things being good for the Philadelphia Phillies, certainly Romuto in the lineup uh, is the best possible option. So that's going to do it for today's episode of the Phillies Day Phillies Today podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Dan underscore Wilson four. Follow the podcast Phillies Today. Uh, And again, stick back here, uh, right here, for more Phillies content each and every day. Myself, Francisco Rojas, uh, have it for you each and every day, each and every weekday, I should say, uh, right here, Phillies Today podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 